I'm Elena Salinas, and this is the Women in Tech Show, a show where women in tech talk about technology and career development. Starting a technology company has become easier than a decade ago. Having access to excellent resources to switch your career focus to a different area of technology is also easier now. In this episode, Tracy Aiken, General Manager at Galvanize, explains how Galvanize is helping entrepreneurs aspiring technologists, as well as people that are already working in technology. Galvanize has beautiful locations in the United States that nurture a community that strives to improve. Tracy talked about what people can do once they are at Galvanize and the variety of opportunities that they give their members. Given Tracy's 20 years of experience in leadership positions, We also talked about leadership and her work in ensuring that the community at Galvanize remains inclusive. If you have any feedback, please write a review on iTunes or send me a tweet at Tech Women Show. Tracy Aiken, General Manager at Galvanize, is joining us this morning. Tracy, welcome to the Women in Tech Show. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. You've had a variety of roles throughout your career, and you describe yourself as someone passionate about customer experiences, and you're currently at Galvanize. So for those that aren't familiar with it, what is Galvanize? Galvanize is a learning community for technology. Um, we, our community is where people and companies come together to create world, real world change and congregate and inspire each other. Our goal is to make opportunities in technology available to all with the aptitude, determination, and drive. We offer a unique combination of education, workspace, and networking in the technology industry. And Galvanize is a beautiful place. I visited in San Francisco and in Seattle and I fell in love with it. Walk me through the process of having an excellent customer experience at Galvanize. Yeah, so at Galvanize, we we call our customers members. Um, so anybody who becomes a part of the Galvanize community is known as a member. So that member could be a student member. It could be a startup or an entrepreneur member. Um, it could also be our employees. And so to make a, an awesome customer or member experience, we are very focused on um, having a community feel within our campuses. And as a part of that community feel, we want to ensure that Anybody who aspires to be in tech or wants to grow a technology company has the resources available to them to do that. So the Galvanize team rallies around our startups, our entrepreneurs, and our students to ensure that we can get those resources available to them. In the background of people that go to Galvanize, that become members, is it people that already have exposure to programming and technology, or is it pretty much from a wide variety of backgrounds? I would say it's a wide variety from my experience. Um, So we offer two kind of tracks of curriculum, if you could call them. We have a web development immersive program and we have a data science immersive program. What we find that for students for our web development is 
anybody who may or may not have any exposure to technology and really finds that they have the aptitude to be um, a good technologist. We do see folks that come in that want to be web developers, but we also see folks that come in and have realized that they want to be a program manager or a project manager, but they also need a, a bit of technical expertise to be successful in their role. And so we'll see folks from that aspect. And I think to summarize that, I would say that our folks are anybody who is really trying to make a career change and really um, create or level up their skills to be successful in technology. On data science, it's a little bit different, that it, meaning that we find people who are interested in our data science programs that are looking to either add the data science credential to their resume or um, be able to level up their skills to continue in technology. So, and I kind of hesitate because um, I wanted to say the majority of folks, but we actually do get a wide variety of folks in our data science courses also that um, we've had actuaries, which have a very strong statistical background and stuff come and join. And, and become a data scientist. And then we also have folks that are very technical driven, but need just the tools and expertise to call themselves a data scientist. And the areas that you mentioned, just to clarify, are developer, data scientist, and entrepreneurship, building a tech startup, right? That is correct, yes. So for, for the building the tech startup, do people come already in teams or what types of things does somebody do from that track and galvanize? That's a great question. So on the entrepreneur or startup side, we have a wide variety of people who are still at that ideation phase and really want to be a part of a community that they can help um, connect in with people to continue to grow that um, idea into something and so that they can go forward with their seed funding. And then we have a population of people who are a small team, which could be anywhere from two people to maybe even 13 people that will join our community or they'll start at four people and they'll grow to 13. And then we do have a couple of enterprise or larger companies that are have located their technical teams with us, their technical innovation teams, so that they can be a part of the innovation and community and be able to tap into some of the resources that we provide here at Galvanize. And another advantage is networking, right? finding connections. Absolutely. I mean, that's a big part of it is that we are really trying to give people the tools and the mindsets to network and connect in with the people. I think that's the really the essence of what we call community is that we're trying to bring people together that can help um, help each other, inspire each other, be a support system for each other. And so we do have a wide variety of networking opportunities um, everywhere from being just social and being able to make that first connection um, over a lunch or over a happy hour to more driven type of um, opportunities such as study halls or uh, brown bag lunches or workshops or something of that nature. And people that are working on launching their tech startup, they can essentially be working in the galvanized spaces, right? Is it a unlimited access like 24 hours or... Yes, absolutely. So yes, they do work in the galvanized space. Um, here specifically in Seattle and Pioneer Square, 
We have a beautiful campus, 7,600 square feet. We tell everybody from our member perspective, you have access to the um, the whole building and um, you have access 24-7. So as we all know that startup life, um, it's not a nine to five Monday to th- through Friday. It is part of your life at this point and you need that ability to come in and, and work whenever um, you need to. How does the experience of Galvanize compare to other options that are out there? That is a great question. And um, we've been talking a lot about that over the last couple of weeks, um, especially with Seattle Startup Week being here and talking about all of the other opportunities. And I was I was on a panel just talking about the, um, the different co-working opportunities that are here in the Seattle area. And you know, each co-working space has its own amenities, and we all focus on growing a community. We're all here to help entrepreneurs and startups to really grow and make sure that you have access to a network and resources and those kinds of things. I think what sets Galvanize apart or why we're a little bit different is that we are a combination of a workspace and a education or a school. We are trying to solve the talent gap, meaning that we, at one side, from an education perspective, we are giving opportunities to people who want to get into tech. We're giving them an opportunity to do that through coming to one of our web development or data science programs. And we graduate them, and then we work with um, we work with them to help place them into a role. We also bring in that combination of having workspace here with entrepreneurs, and as companies grow, they are going to want to hire more talent, very specifically tech talent. And so it's a great combination to have both an education and a workspace together so that we can help make connections for people who want jobs in tech to our entrepreneurs. And for entrepreneurs who are hiring and growing, we can help connect them to talent also all within our one community. Definitely the networking, I see it as a big plus. I was um, in San Francisco visiting Women Who Code and it was at the Galvanized building. So so it's pretty cool to get to talk to people from Women Who Code. More related to your background in customer experience, what are some of the things that you look at to measure the effectiveness of customer experience at Galvanize? Is it a job placement or do you do surveys or? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a couple of things that we keep in mind. I think officially from a Galvanize perspective, we look at um, NPS score. So we've implemented the NPS score process here for all of our campuses. And we all watch that and it gives, and through that there is an opportunity that everybody has an opportunity to serve, survey us. And um, they and the survey question is, would you refer us to somebody in your network? And so that's one of the metrics that we, we look at. We also look at, um, from a customer experience perspective, our events also, and what is the satisfaction with our events and, and how are people feeling about the experience when they come in to galvanize as a guest from that aspect? We also, and then I would say unofficially, we do pride ourselves in regards to when our members will make referrals. So kind of throughout my own career and working in a variety of different roles in a customer service arena, I have been very focused on 
Will somebody actually refer you into one of their partner's relationships or something of that aspect? It's always great to get survey questions, but if you're actually getting the referral and your customers, your members here from a galvanized perspective are actually doing that referral. So looking at how many people are in your community that are a referral from somebody that is was in your community also. And so to me, that's kind of the epitome of, you know, are we doing the right things for our community and um, our, our members? And one of the things that you just mentioned were events at Galvanize. What are examples of the types of events that happen at Galvanize? We have a wide variety of events. We, we have meetups. So some of the local meetups in the Seattle area meet here. So we have a... Um, a puppy python meetup that happens every Thursday night. We also have a JavaScript meetup that happens. Um, Galvanize started, or Galvanize Seattle started um, this year, a um, startup tech Seattle meetup, and where we bring in guest speakers from the startup community, and those events have. We have other meetups such as Startup Grind with Mike Graham um, also brings in his community into our place. We host workshops, so paid workshops to where people want to come in and see a speaker. They can come in and do that. And um, we host hackathons. Um, We host Startup Weekends. We host private events. So we've worked with a number of the larger companies in the area like Facebook and Microsoft and other folks in the community to host their events here. So it's a wide range of different events. I think the one thing I did not mention is that we also do host um, a lot of just internal events to the community that are not open to the public. So everything I talked about previously is open to the public. Internally to Galvanize as a member, you have access to um mentor hours, you have access to um, study halls with key leaders in the in the community, you have access to internal networking sessions with our students and with our community and those kinds of things. And for the public events, like you mentioned, people can find them at Meetup or Eventbrite, right? Yes, and on our website and um, several of the public calendars that we continue to post to. We are partners with the WTIA and we post to their calendars. We post to the Startup Digest for Seattle. Um, and there's, So there's a lot of public calendars that you could also go to to find some of the events. One of the important things in building a, an environment where people work in technology is to have an inclusive community and diverse is is this something on Galvanize's uh, radar? Absolutely. So I think first and foremost, just looking internally at our own values that we hold ourselves accountable for as a Galvanize team. And, um, and a part of our own performance is how are we living to the Galvanize values? And so the Galvanize values are learn and grow courageously, you know, learning and continuing to push yourself and, and level up create inclusive environments. So that is bringing everybody together who has this aptitude to be successful in technology. Another one is creating um, or community. Um, So it's about um, driving empathy and conversation. So communicating with empathy and, and understanding there. So how do we communicate with each other? 
And those are three of the key values that we have that we hold ourselves accountable for as a team. And then very specifically from a community perspective here in the Seattle area, we ensure that we are holding ourselves to those values and we're holding our community to those values. So if we ever feel like that any of our members are not um, respectful of the values that we are trying to cultivate in our community, we will have those conversations. And then just based on how those conversations go, we will make decisions that are for a very healthy, diverse community where everyone feels welcome. Let's talk more about the members at Galvanize. As we mentioned earlier, there there are three paths. If one chooses one path, for example, the data science, is there there is there a structured curriculum? Yes. So we have a structured curriculum. So our data science is a three-month immersive program, um, 12 weeks. You can call it a nine-to-five teaching. We do say it is probably 45 to 50 hours of work during the week as a part of our immersive program. Our instructor team has a, um, a series of lectures that they will go through in that 12 weeks. We also do a lot of hands-on practice. So we have a lab environment specifically for our data science students that they can co- go in and continue to be have hands-on exercise and, and get instruction via the instructors and those kinds of things. I would also say that we have a career services team that is integrated inside of our curriculum. And what we mean by that career services team, that we start from day one in our 12-week journey on the data science side, um, weaving in how do you get yourself prepared for that next career that you've made that investment in yourself for. So talking about how do you structure your resume, how do you prepare for a technical interview, how do you make sure from a social perspective through LinkedIn or Facebook you're representing yourself very well, and all of those kinds of things so that when you get closer and closer to your graduation date in that data science perspective, you have already started creating a network that'll help you get your next job. And And the career services team is specifically focused from that aspect. You've been in leadership positions at different companies spanning about 20 years. Is that correct? Through those years, what has been one of the most important things that you learned as a manager and as a leader? That's a great question. There's a couple of things that come to mind that I try to remind myself every day. I would say first and foremost, lead by example. So when we were talking about community and inclusion and those kinds of things, it's very important to me as the leader of my staff here and the leader of the community here in Seattle that I lead by that example And so I'd never ask anybody to do anything that I wouldn't do or any of those kinds of things. I also, I would say some of the key learnings through my, just kind of my leader, my own leadership journey is always seek to understand and, and kind of communicate with empathy and respect as you're trying to understand the different things that you are working on and how you bring the teams together I am a, um, I would also say I'm a very teams focused person. 
And so what I really strive to within the organizations I work for is to really create a very healthy team that works well together. And I think a part of that is that we understand each other. We understand our experiences, we understand our strengths, we understand our weaknesses, and how do we work together pulling on each other's strengths to be successful and making sure that we are trying to overcome each other's weaknesses. And so I think that's what I would kind of summarize is what I try to stay focused on as a leader and what I've learned through the the journey that I've had as a leader in this community. And throughout your career, for example, I've seen there are books on leadership how to be a manager, but one of the things you mentioned is lead by by example. Did you also learn by example or did you find yourself um, reading about how to be a leader or those types of books? So I'm just curious and in, in your 20 years, if you found, found those things useful or, or if it was mostly learning from good leaders that you had? Yeah, it's a it's a great question. I mean, I have read a couple of leadership books, and I'll be honest and transparent. I wouldn't say that any one of them would stand out. I, I would say that I have been um, fortunate that I've had the great opportunity to learn, by example. Intrepid Learning was where I came from um, to galvanize, and I worked there for 10 years. Um, the CEOs that we've had at that company were pretty awesome. And all three of them, so there were three different CEOs from uh, Chris Hedrick to Bakesh to Sam Herring, who is now the leader of that. And um, I had the great opportunity of kind of learning by example and seeing their leadership style and really trying to model what I felt like made us successful as Intrepid in that aspect. And then I think there's a bit of the having a wide, wide variety of opportunity in my own career, being from being a technologist very early in my career, then moving on to the learning organization and working with smaller companies and larger companies and how you kind of evolve your leadership style based on the companies that you are working for, meaning that there could be a larger company and a very specific culture you need to fit into to get things done in there versus a smaller company to where you're very agile and you need to kind of keep up with pace and be able to adjust your leadership style from that aspect. In what ways can people support Galvanize? You know, uh, that's a great question too. Um, I I always tell people I would, I, you know, my, and it kind of goes back to that, um, what is my, um, What is my goal in regards to customer experience and how do I, how do I measure that? Um, continue to evangelize, galvanize. And when I say evangelize, galvanize, meaning that one, you know that this is a great place to come to be a part of the community, either as a student or bringing your startup here. And then how do you continue to talk about that within your own networks And, um, and kind of spread the word about the benefits that Galvanize can bring to either somebody who wants to make a change in their career and not quite sure how to, or somebody who has a great idea um, and they need a place to come in and figure out how do you take that great idea and create it as a company that will excel and you know, bring another great product to all of us. And companies can support, for example, by hosting a talk or something like that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we are always looking for new speakers and companies and anybody to come in and just share their knowledge 
here within the galvanized community. And even as a speaker, you'll learn a lot just from the questions and answers and discussion you have with the community here. Well, Tracy, thank you for coming on the show. I really enjoyed talking to you about Galvanize. Yeah, I enjoyed talking to you also. Thank you for the opportunity. 